Hi and welcome to this Social Intelligence and Conversation Strategies series. My name is Richard Gray and I'm happy to have you along, whether you're watching me on the live stream or listening to me on the podcast. So today we're talking about pacing and leading. So I've got five different examples of how you can lead in a conversation. But before I go through those with you, I'm going to just touch on what it means to be the follower in conversation, just to give context to the to the whole concept of pacing and leading. So if you're like I used to be, in other words, you're the quiet one in conversation for whatever reason, and there, there could be several different reasons for that. So if you're being the quiet one in conversations, then the chances are you're the follower. In other words, somebody else, the other person brings a topic to the table. Maybe it's their hobby. Maybe they like horse riding. So they talk about horse riding and you follow them. You follow them in that conversation. Another way of putting it is that you're being reactive. You're reacting to whatever they're talking about. So they want to talk about horse riding. You follow them in that topic because you're not introducing your own topics into the conversation. You're simply being reactive to what the other person wants to talk about. And maybe it's because you've become the people pleaser and you want the other person to be happy because they're talking about what they would like to talk about. So you're you're enabling them, which is not a bad thing. Um, so long as you don't do it 100% of the time. So in this context, you're the follower. You're following the conversational topic of what the other person or the other group of people are talking about. Pacing is no longer following the other person, but sort of moving side by side with them. So they want to talk about horse racing, horse riding. Now you're side by side with them, encouraging them, asking questions about it. Maybe you know something yourself and you're on a level playing field and you're both talking about the same thing. You're bringing equal material to the table. You're, you're, you're pacing side by side. You're not following, but you're not leading. So what does it mean to lead in the conversation? So you're not following, it's the opposite. You're taking the other person in the direction you want to move in, in the conversation. Maybe you want to talk about uh, mountain climbing. So you've, maybe this is a deliberate strategy. You've paced them You've allowed them to talk about what they want to talk about for a while, which is horse riding. But now you want to shift the conversation to mountain climbing. So you transition from horse riding into mountain climbing, however you want to do that. But this is what's called leading. Now, there's different ways of leading and conversation. It doesn't it's not just about introducing new con conversational topics. So let's go through five different ways that you can do that, starting at the most subtle and ending at the biggest one, which we've actually just covered. So number one, energy. Now, you probably know somebody who is always down, always has a complaint or wants to give some negative gossip about somebody else. The the type of people who walk around with that little comedy cloud over the head and it's always raining on them their life is gloomy and they like to share the wealth of their gloom and they're so what they're doing is they're leading with negative energy 
because this kind of energy tends to bring other people down. So you might have been happy when this person arrived and now as they get into their latest complaints, you feel your own mood sinking down with them. So they're leading you with their energy, but you can lead with positive energy instead. So somebody else, a group of people, they're having a conversation, you join the conversation, but you bring good energy to the conversation. You're, you're happy. The other people raise their energy a little bit to you when you bring that good energy. This is, this is leading with your energy. The next thing you can lead with is a smile. Maybe you're talking to somebody new and they don't know you, you don't know them, so their guard is up and they're, they're a little bit serious and they, they don't want to give too much about themselves away. And so you bring a, a ready smile. And when you do this, it's, it's hard for the other person to resist and, and keep that serious face, the poker face on. When you're relaxed and you're smiling, it affects the other person in a good way. And to a small extent, you're leading them with a smile. So you've got energy, a smile. How about leading them with a handshake? You meet a new person, maybe you, you, you exchange names, and then you extend a hand for a handshake. So the first person to do this is the one that's leading, because what's the other person going to do once you put your hand out? They're going to put their hand out too, to shake your hand. Now you've led them in the handshake. If you let the other person go first and put their hand out, then they're leading you. They might not be deliberately doing it, but they are leading you. So if you can, it's not a competition, but it's an opportunity to lead. If you want to have a little practice at leading people, if you want to start small rather than with the, the big things, and you, you want to lead with a, the little things like 10% more positive energy than you've had before with a smile, with a handshake. These are little things that you can practice leading with in a conversation. So what else can you lead in conversation with? Well, how about questions? So you've let somebody else talk about what they want to talk about. That's fine. No problem whatsoever. Let somebody else talk. That, that's a good thing. So long as you're hearing them and listening to them. If you're letting them talk, but you're, you're just thinking about what you're going to talk about next, well, you're just waiting for them to finish their sentence, then that's, that's not such a good scenario. Learn to be present and to listen to them. And when you do, you're going to find natural points in their dialogue where you can ask a, conf ask a question. Don't ask a conversation, ask a question. So this is the benefit of actively listening and Getting out of your own head, not thinking whatsoever about what you're going to say next. It can feel like you're taking the safety net away from a conversation when you're not prepared for the end of their sentence and what you're going to say next if you're not thinking about it. Because when you are thinking about it, of course, you're not able to fully hear what they're talking about. And I'm sure you've felt it yourself in conversation when you're talking and the other person is a really listening to you, they, you can just tell the waiting to talk and quite often they can't wait till the end of the, your sentence and they, and they interrupting you and, and they talk over the end of your sentence. So 
listen to what they're saying and you will naturally hear things that you can pick upon and ask questions about. So how is a question leading in conversation? Well, you ask a question, the other person has to react to it. Therefore, you have led them. You've given them a question, they are, lead, they are following you with their response to that question. So that was number four. And number five is what we actually started about, introducing your own topics into a conversation. So this is number five. Talk about some of the things you want to talk about. So if your mind has temporarily gone blank and you've let the other person talk about what they want to talk about, maybe you've you've led them with some questions and they've responded with questions. And maybe now as they're talking, it's, it's generating some ideas in your own head about what you would like to talk about. Maybe their anecdote triggered a, a similar anecdote of your own or or a memory in a similar area. So we, we gave the example of horse riding and you might want to talk about your own um, hobbies of mountain climbing. So their anecdote might have reminded you something of something related to mountain climbing. So now you can introduce your own topic of mountain climbing into the conversation. And now, because you've let, let the other person talk about what they want to talk about, now they will be, to some extent, obliged to reciprocate and let you talk a little bit about what you want to talk about. Now, of course, conversations are messy and people don't follow protocols and sometimes they'll be too self-absorbed. They won't be educated in social skills as you are educating yourself by watching this live stream and, and whatever else you're doing to increase your own social skills, your own awareness of social skills and conversational strategies, etc. So most people don't do this. And so the other person you're talking to might be very much caught up in their own head and, and trapped in their own cycle of thoughts. And, and they're the ones not 100% listening to what you're talking about. And this, this often happens when they have something on their mind that they want to tell you but you're the one talking. And so they're, they're distracted by what they want to talk about. And so that's one reason why people are not listening to you. So it's a good strategy to let the other talk, person talk first and put down the baggage of whatever they want to talk about. And so their mind is more free to listen to you once you've paced and now you're leading them. So you start by following them, that's fine. They introduce their conversational topic, they have a story to tell you, they get it out. You pace them, ask them a few questions, and now you're free to lead them with your topic of conversation. Of course, you don't have to follow that sequence of events. Maybe you want to start off by introducing a topic of conversation as your confidence grows and, and you feel that you're able to do that. You don't always have to be the follower at the beginning of conversations. And as your confidence grows, so too will your ability to introduce your own topics. And as your confidence does grow, so your anxiety reduces. And as your anxiety naturally reduces, it's like a, the seesaw, the scales affect your confidence grows. And so your anxiety shrinks. And when you're not anxious in conversations, then 
your mind is less likely to go blank in that fight or flight scenario which it's experiencing. Now, when, when you are in a fight flight situation, what your body and your mind is doing is it's diverting resources to your muscles for a sudden explosive action, whether it's to fight or to flight. And one of those areas where it diverts resources is your higher cognitive thinking. And this is why your mind often goes blank. So in the event that you're able to reduce your anxiety, you're reducing the chances of your mind going blank at the same time while your confidence grows. Now you can't do this overnight, just do it gradually. So it's not like you're having a, a body transplant, you're not, you're not having a heart transplant or a, a lung transplant or whatever it is that can transplant these days. Because with full transplants, you have to have medications to manage those transplants, right? So if you try and transplant your personality completely in one go and become a hugely confident person overnight, it's not going to work. So becoming confident and becoming a leader in conversations is something that you have to build up gradually, 10% at a time, and that's fine. Start off with some of the lower level ways of leading. So just to recap, we, we said energy is the first one, a smile, a handshake, questions, introducing your own topics. There's more ways, of course, if you sit down and think about this, there's different ways of leading in conversation, little ways that other people, they have no idea, they don't realise that this is happening and perhaps you didn't realise it until you listen to this live stream. Perhaps you didn't realise until this very moment in time just how much you are being led in conversations simply by somebody else asking you questions and you're reacting and responding to them. You're following the other person. Your energy is aligning to their energy. They smile, you smile in response. They put the hand out for a handshake, you respond. All these things are you following them. And that's okay as long as you don't do it 100% of the time. This is all about bringing balance into conversations. So that's pacing and leading and a little dash of following. So I hope that was informative and I hope just the fact of raising this whole subject into your conscious awareness, you're now going to go out into your day and you're going to notice it more in your interactions with other people. You're going to notice how you are being led in conversations or perhaps you are the one that is naturally dominant and you are leading other people. However it is, whichever way it is and whichever, however you are in a conversation at this moment in time, you're going to be much more aware of where you stand in the pecking order of a conversation. So if you are at the low end, introduce some of those smaller leading tactics like your energy, your handshake, etc. Just get into the mindset of being a little bit more of a leader in conversations and gradually build yourself up to being able to introduce your own topics and having the confidence to do that. So I'm happy to have had another chat with you today about this topic of pacing and leading. And if you're interested in other topics that we've covered in previous live streams, go to liveconfident.com forward slash live.
live stream. And you'll be able to access previous live streams. So thanks for listening. Thanks for your time. And I hope and look forward to joining, or you joining me, me joining you on your car ride, wherever you are, wherever you're watching or listening to me. I will be happy to join you. And I look forward to you joining me on the next episode. Thanks and bye for now.